Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The same way in a personal relationship, the first thing you know you, you do is you look at the three fingers pointing back at you. Well, I want this in my partner. I'm get, not getting this in my partner. Well, are you that? Are you the thing you're wanting in them? Because if you're not, in integrity, you don't get to demand that of them. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. In the last episode, we explored the correlation between finding your passion path, finding your soulmate, and surrendering, and how our natural inclination to be in control causes us to stray from the passion path. Honing our awareness of this, as well as our awareness of our core values, is all a necessary part of the process. Today, we'll dissect a pivotal question that can both cause friction and propel you further into a life of fulfillment. A question that we live every day, especially at work. And after you're done listening to this episode, I encourage you to block off some time to delve more deeply into what your soul-level values are, because you want to have clarity on that before you can engage with any part of this process. Take a few moments to examine the gap between your deepest values and your day-to-day actions, particularly where and how you work. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that, with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Now let's start the show. So how do you decide when it's desirable difficulty and when it's just not me, like your slide? Like Because I kind of feel like I have an idea what my passion path would be like, and it's sort of just not feasible. But what is feasible definitely is being in my current place and on my current path and making it, you know, as you say, making that a representation of my soul level values. I, I can clearly see how that happens. But there's also a whole lot of desirable difficulty involved in getting me where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how do you know when it's too much? Like if it's too hard, at what point do you say, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't where I should be going. Yeah. I mean, the the best way I can answer that question first is just by validating the question and saying, yes, that's the question. That's it. That's a great question. And it's the same question as, oh, this relationship is so hard, but I love them so much. How do I know if it's all worth it? It's just as big an unknown sometimes. And what I would say is, so first I would say, yeah, if you're asking that question with your 
intimate partner and the work that you're doing, awesome. You're on the right track because you're pursuing healthy, healthily self-interested personal fulfillment. As opposed to, this person's good enough to meet my needs and this job pays the bills, which is where most people live. Right. So if you're asking that question, you're not in that place. Terrific. Pretty much everything else I teach is the answer to that question. Because then you, you, that's sort of the macro question. And then there's all sorts of micro expressions of that. Um, like, you know, is the work that you're doing right now more difficult than it needs to be? Why are you doing that work exactly? Are there ways in which you are doing that work that come from unhealthy places? This is where curiosity will really serve you. So for example, you know, the last long-term relationship I was in, uh, she was the love of my life. I thought we'd spend the rest of our lives together. But what I discovered over time was that I was putting up with this underground constant criticism that I thought was part of just looking the other way and dealing with people's shit that I discovered actually was a codependent dynamic where I hadn't outworked the rest of my mother issues and I'd collapsed love and constant criticism together because I thought they went together. And I was guilty of doing some of the same, right? which connects to what I talked about before about showering with a raincoat on. So it's a process of discovery and that's where individual tools like finding ways to express your soul level values in your work. So, you know, if you're doing something that, and, and you're like, I don't know if this is really my deepest soul level value expression, what can you do to turn up the volume on how you bring your soul level values to work? You do that as much as you can and you find, and you'll inevitably find the limits if they exist. Right. The same way in a personal relationship, the first thing you know you do is you look at the three fingers pointing back at you. Well, I want this in my partner. I'm not getting this in my partner. Well, are you that? Are you the thing you're wanting in them? Because if you're not, you in integrity, you don't get to demand that of them. Okay, right. I'm not that. All right. I'm gonna spend the next three years working on that. Okay, now I am that. Okay, did they change too? No. Okay, and then maybe you're done. Or you changed. Is it now tolerable or even okay? Yes, okay, then stay. No, then don't stay. So what we're speaking to here is a kind of gritty, immediate engagement where, I mean, it sounds cliche, but the question Denise asked is, is the, the best answer to it is, that's the question that you live every day. That's the question that you live every day. I have weeks sometimes where I'm so frustrated, I think about giving everything up and being a monk for the rest of my life in some monastery in India. And I seriously consider that. Like, God, that sounds so much simpler and I can just focus on myself and not have to deal with people's defenses and resistance. and, And then I find something in my heart that says, no, keep going. But I think it's you, you expose yourself and revel in that difficulty sometimes and you throw yourself up against those walls and you see what sticks. You uh, 
um, you you let yourself you burn yourself down in your own difficulty and frustration, and you sift through the ashes and see what remains. That's a kind of heartful, immediate, gritty engagement. Because it's not going to just be handed to you. You're not going to just walk by a tree one day and the tree, you know, is written on it. You know, you're destined to have this kind of job apply today. You know, it's not going to be easy like that. Go ahead, Ed. You, you already are a monk. <laughs> I, I've, I said it was the very first thing. This is this is over a year ago that uh, I was on one of your webcasts and team hadn't participated yet. And she's like, you keep talking about this stuff with this Joseph guy. What is it? I'm like, I don't know. I'd call it Buddhism for business, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and maybe you are, and this is, you know, this is your vehicle. This is your temple. This is your yeah. whatever, right? This appears so. to be it. It's just like the, you know, the, yeah. the, the romanticized monk image I have is like, Lots of silence, lots of peace, lots of gardening, and uh, you know, you know, because it's like what, what this you know, speaks to the soul level values is, it, um, and and this is another criteria for it. Like I said before, y- your passion path sh- um, won't be okay with you as you are. It will invite you into something deeper. So the what clear and open challenges me to be a bigger, deeper, more evolved version of, of me. Because the, the guy who's been talking for the last hour, it's, that's not me every moment of the day. I kind of set aside, I bring you the best version of me. It's not exactly channeling, it's sort of like a segment. Right? We all do this. You, you bring your A game to you know, a key moment or whatever. You, you seeing the best version of me. All of the other 23 hours of this day, this guy's still here watching the rest of me. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is? Being my own student, not living up to the stuff that I'm teaching, that's hard. And there's a part of me that's just like, oh man, I've worked on myself so hard for, you know, over 20 years. Can't I just relax? Can't I just retire and live a simple lump life as a monk? Because when I teach, I'm listening too for like, you know, today, how long did it take me to really love the work that I do? Could it have been five minutes less? Because I was a little cranky this morning, you know? And, and so I'm learning from all of this too. And so the passion path in that way, it's, uh, I love the expression from Star Wars, it commands you yet it obeys you, Right. It's, it's yours as like an instrument of expression, like a musical instrument. But you also work for it. And that can be maddening sometimes, just like the person you love. How you can love them and hate them at the same moment. And then you're left with like, oh, how do I sort this out? How do you sort it out with an intimate partner? You do the same thing with your passion work. So lots of really gritty questions here, not a lot of answers, but an orientation. And, um, you know, I I hope that this frame helps people either rediscover how their work is really deeply serving them, helps them reframe it so that it serves them even more deeply. Or if someone's not doing the work that is their passion path, 
then the question is, how can you work? How can you use your current position to move toward that? Right. Just like, uh, how can Frodo fighting off, you know, yet another, uh, wave of goblins or whatever orcs, how can that serve getting the ring finally into the fires of Mordor? It's not the end goal, but that which does not kill you makes you stronger, right? What is strength in that? No. So then, based on that, then the goal is never to be reached. It's only ever a journey. You're only ever on your way there forever, which is actually not bad. It's actually pretty cool because that means that you're always in a place of investigation. You're constantly tinkering with this life experience because if you're not seeking to be changed by your path, your passion path, and on the things that that brings you and the challenges that it, that it um, invites constantly, and you're, and you're with some sort of an expectation of an end goal, that seems to be futile in and of itself. Yeah. Stop focusing on that. Focus on, on this, this right here. No? Yeah. Beautifully said, Angel. And yeah, it reminds me of there's a Zen koan, always being, always becoming. And those appear to be opposites. Always, right now, this is the only thing that exists. And always growing towards something else. Those appear to be opposites, but if you hold them in your heart, there's a way they can conjoin where everything can be exactly perfect as it is right now, and there's more. Always being, always becoming. And, that, and I would say that that doesn't come without you wanting to hit something over the head with a stick. <laughs> that, <laughs> no yes, that's, that's <laughs> difficult. Or throw a stick of dynamite at it and yeah. throw it up and see what happens. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, a, qu- a quick example, I know we're coming up on time. I was so motivated this week by reading about uh, James Lipton. I think James is his first name, the host of Inside the Actor Studio on uh-huh. Bravo. He's 92. What? <laughs> 92. The dude is 92, and he just made an announcement that he is resigning from hosting duties because he's getting tired, and he feels that he could fulfill the direction of the show more as a producer and director. So he's going to shift, and they're auditioning for a new host. And I'm like, wait a minute. And he's been doing this since 94, so that means at age 67, he's, he was like, you know, I need a larger audience. I'm just teaching at this college. We can reach more people. Let's yeah. have a show. And at 92, he's not done. He's like, you know, my body is failing, but my mind is still there. I'm going to produce and direct. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. Talk about living your passion play. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, and if, he's a great example because you can see that who he is and what he's doing is the same. And this yeah. is one of the, the hallmarks of a passion path. It is who you are. It's not like, I mean, you may be playing a role in one way, but it's tricky to say. It's like the, 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 the clothes of the role fit you well. You know, it's like you ever watch like, a, you know, go to like a middle school play or something and you can just feel the acting is so bad. You can just feel the personality of the person as distinct from the character they're playing. 
But when you watch a really good actor, you know that's not who they are, but you're not distracted by who you know them to be. They become it. Johnny Depp is a really good example of that. He's so great at totally becoming whatever the role is. It's like that. It's such a clear expression of you that it's just you, even though it's a role. Because Why is that? Because it's what you'd be doing even if you didn't have to work. See? Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.